0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three-in-One who comes in order to assure us that there is something and someone who is worth pointing beyond ourselves to, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. If you've ever experienced a greatest hits album, you you maybe are are kind of like, oh, I'm I'm not sure that I, I really like this. At least that's kind of my opinion on those things. Yeah, you know, uh, when when you look up a certain artist on on Spotify and and it's you know like this is Jimmy Buffett, this is Bob Dylan, this is Tom Waits, this is whoever. Uh, it, it's just always like it, they're always the the really You know, super popular songs. There's no album tracks on there. There's nothing that's sort of, you know, quirky or weird. These are all of the songs that just everybody likes. It's the reason that the artist is well known. And because of that, it always feels like... Eh, it feels like the USA Today. It feels like McDonald's. It feels like it's just kind of like, ah, this is meant for everyone. This is There's nothing about this that's sort of special and unique to me. There's nothing uh, about this song that I can say, ooh, this song is my song out of this person's catalog. And, and so the, those greatest hits are, are always something that, that I look at it kind of spuriously. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't like the greatest hits. It, it just means that well, there, there has to be something more. There has to be something that goes beyond the, the greatest hits album. And th- those are great ways to, to get you know, into an artist, great ways to see what an artist has to offer. But oftentimes... Uh, Just simply... Saying, I like this artist off of the Greatest Hits album, well, that, that means that you're not really a fan yet. It, it means that you're, you, you haven't done the hard work of listening to that artist and, and going, okay, this one's a little bit off, and uh, this one I actually don't really like, but this one, uh, you know, th- this one is, is the one that, that nobody else knows about. This one is the one that that, I'm, uh, that speaks directly to me in my context and whatever I'm doing. And so today we're, we're talking about sort of one of, you know, one of the greatest hits, one, one of the, the, the best of. You know, we're talking about the baptism of Jesus. This is a big deal throughout the history of the church. Jesus' baptism is a massive story. And it's a massive story because in Jesus' baptism, we have a whole lot of things going on that, well, you know, they, they don't quite, quite make sense. You know, why does Jesus sinless human being line up in order to be baptized by John in a baptism that we know that is for repentance and the forgiveness of sins. What's Jesus doing? Jesus is not in this for the reason that it seems like he's in it, but rather... uh, with all of the church's history standing behind the story we we take a look at this and we say well the big deal about jesus's baptism is not that jesus is somehow forgiven of his sins but rather that jesus is entering into our world entering into our experience and that we too then are able to enter into his experience and so what he's doing is he's saying well You are going to be baptized. And so since you are going to be baptized, I'm going to be baptized. I'm going to meet you in those waters. I'm going to meet you in what it is that baptism provides, what it is that baptism makes you. I'm going to meet you in those waters. And so it's a big deal. It's a greatest hits kind of a story. And it's a story, too, of somebody who is a big figure in Christianity and in the story of Jesus, this figure who's sort of this mysterious guy, this uh, John the Baptist guy, who uh, we're, you know, we we don't really know what to do with John the Baptist. uh, Because John the Baptist, he appears, he's the forerunner to who Jesus is, and yet, you know, he's sort of quirky and weird. He's kind of an album track. He, you know, he's different, he's somebody who doesn't speak to quite everyone and yet there's something about him that that really resonates. And that's something that really resonates about him, I think, is that he is willing to just kind of look beyond himself. And so... Uh, he's, he's out there. He's, he's dressed in camel's hair. He's eating bugs he's, and, and honey. And and so we're, we're kind of wondering, okay, what on earth is that all about? And he's preaching. And it sounds like everybody's coming out to see this guy preach and to be baptized by him. So there's something about him that, that connects up with the people in his time. But then we have Jesus show up. And after we have Jesus show up, for us that are Christians, since we know that Jesus is the better person, since we know that Jesus is the mighty one to whom John is pointing to, we kind of go, well, what do we do then with John the Baptist? Is John the Baptist even worth paying attention to? And and, uh, the answer in that, I think John the Baptist would say, is no, don't pay attention to me. I'm not worth paying attention to. Instead, Pay attention to the one that I'm pointing to. And the one that he's pointing to is Jesus. The one that he's pointing to goes beyond himself. And that's an interesting thing for a guy like John the Baptist. Because in a lot of ways, I think that in our minds, in Christianity, sometimes we get into this way of thinking where we go, well, all it means to be a Christian is that I just kind of, you know, I live this kind of meek and mild life. And, you know, I I just let kind of Jesus do Jesus's thing. But that's not John the Baptist. John the Baptist is on fire. John the Baptist is a crazy dude. John the Baptist is not afraid of showing his own strength. John is not afraid of showing up at the Jordan River looking like he's a crazy man, preaching to everybody, including those who are sinful in his day and those who are the religious establishment of his day. He is not afraid of showing his own strength. And a part of the reason that he's not afraid of showing his own strength is that he intimately believes that there is someone who is mightier than himself someone who will blow him out of the water no matter how much on fire he is no matter how much of a spectacle he is he says i don't care i'm not going to outshine this one because if i could outshine him well he wouldn't be the guy He wouldn't be the one who's bringing the Holy Spirit in his baptism. If I'm able to outshine this one, well, then he's not worth my attention. I believe that this one is greater than me. I believe that this one is greater than any of my moments any of the things that I've done before or any of the things that I even can imagine that I will do in the future. And so that brings it back home to us and to our greatest hits, our greatest moments. And whatever we feel like those things might be, sometimes we, we sort of build those things up on a pedestal. We, we go, oh, okay, well, you know, that, that was a pretty good moment. I, I think well, at that point I, I was sort of, you know that's the best that I can do. That that's you know that's maybe the peak of my life, and maybe there's something that comes beyond that. But it's going to be hard. There, there's going to be something that that has to challenge it for real. Which brings up another one of those sort of greatest hits songs from um, uh, from the guy named Bruce Springsteen. Uh, if you look up uh, you know, any of Bruce Springsteen's greatest hits albums, and and there's had to been a uh, have. There has to be a lot of them because he keeps on putting out hits. But uh, pretty much any of those includes this song named Glory Days in which it's one of his early tracks where he's talking about these people that are getting together and they're talking about their, their glory days from high school and how pathetic it was that their glory days were in high school and that there was nothing worth pointing to in their lives that went beyond high school. And sometimes I think that we're afraid of that. I think we engage with that fear that, well, maybe I've hit the zenith. Maybe I'm I'm finally at a point where there's not much left. And there's this kind of question about like, okay, well, uh, if that's the case, is my life even worth living now? I feel like things were so good back then. And maybe they're not as good right now. Well, what do I do with right now? And even more, what do I do with the future? And so there's, there's these questions that come up. And, and that's why baptism is such good news for us. Baptism is such good news for us because baptism tells us that We are loved by the God of the universe. That we are met in the waters of our baptism by the Savior of the world. And that that has nothing to do with our greatest moments. But it has to do with his. And and so for many of us in this room, we were baptized as, as infants, We were baptized as as infants who were completely powerless. But yet, in the moment of our baptisms, we began to point beyond ourselves. If you think about what that means, no matter when you were baptized, but if you were baptized as an infant, if you think about what that means, that when, when you were an infant... And you had all of the potential in the world. Nobody knew what you were going to be. Maybe still nobody knows what you're going to be. Nobody knew what you were going to be. Your your parents and your family, they had hopes and dreams. And maybe your parents and your family, they still have hopes and dreams of what you might be. And yet before any of that happens... The God of the universe comes into your life and says, this is my beloved because they are loved by Christ. Because they are met by Christ in baptism. Because they are met by Christ in his word. Because they are met by Christ in his sacraments. Because they are met by Christ who comes into our lives. And offers us something that we could never offer ourselves. Something greater. Something greater than what we could ever do. To be Brought into the kingdom of God to have eternal life, to be given the gift of the Holy Spirit. All of those things are greater than what we could ever do on our own. And they're all things that are worth our pointing to. And just like John the Baptist, it's a freeing thing. It's a freeing thing because we don't have to worry about outshining Jesus. We don't have to worry about saying, oh, well, you know, I-, I could do some great things in my life, but I don't want to throw shade on Jesus. The story of John the Baptist in a lot of ways frees us up to do incredibly crazy things, incredibly challenging things. It frees us up because we are all of a sudden with This idea that there is nothing in the world that you can do that is going to be as good as Jesus Christ. He set the bar so high that there is no achievement that you can achieve that's going to be greater than him. And so you have been given in the person of John the Baptist two challenges. The first challenge is to shine brightly. Be who you are. Be the crazy person who puts on camel's hair in the morning and eats bugs and honey. Be the person who's worth paying attention to, but not just for its own sake, but rather be the person who's worth paying attention to so that you can point beyond yourself. So that you can point beyond yourself to a savior. And you can say the same thing that John the Baptist does as you point beyond yourself. You can say, look, I'm crazy. I've got great stuff going on. I am achieving all sorts of amazing stuff. But let me tell you, there is one who comes after myself whom I am not even worth bending down and tying his shoelaces. Let me tell you about that guy. Let me tell you about how he forgave my sins. Let me tell you about how he baptized me and brought me into his eternal kingdom. Let me tell you about all of the great things that that guy did because that's greater than anything that I could ever do. And so may you go out this week and may you embrace your inner John the Baptist. Embrace it and be weird and achieve great things and do amazing stuff. And when you do those things, may you be reminded to point beyond yourself to the one who has done even greater things and who continues to do them. Amen.